This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, Football Fridays with Joey Harrington. A very special week as it is Husky Week. Are you brimming with hate today? Am I brimming with hate? You know what? I'm going to take a uh, I'm going to take a Pilatesism and say I am simmering. Mm. I am a slow boil because I don't want to brim over on <laughs> Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, right, and then come Saturday. You've actually lost too much water and can't boil the pasta, right? Mm-hmm. So you really do Slow get – you're going to be fired up tomorrow, aren't you? Well, I'm, I'm not not going to be fired. Okay, look. Do I hate the Huskies? Yes. So do I. I'm not even Sorry, an Oregon fan. Is there anything else I was going to say after that? I, I can't um, No, but it, it, it is interesting how – I remember having this conversation with Carl Mock. Sue, so, do you remember Carl Mock? Carl Mock. That sounds familiar to me, but uh, refresh. Offensive line coach in the NFL for about three decades. Yeah. And, um, I mean, just the, uh, I mean, the epitome of an O-line coach. Yeah. Just, you know, played for, um, God, uh, Houston Oilers. Who was the coach? Uh, Bum Phillips. Bum Phillips. Played for Bum Phillips. Oh yeah, I mean, I just played for Bum and just talked about him all the time, and never talked about this, and 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 just guy was a bit overweight because you know he's just so full of football. Yeah, <laughs> get your butt! I mean, just like one of those guys that. Um, and I remember talking with him right after I was drafted, and and it was it was Husky Week, um, and just having that that Oregon, you know, and and he kind of looked at me and he laughed. He's like, "Ah, oh, kid." It, it burns and it boils as soon as you know, as soon as you're done. But give it a few years and that'll mellow out. And I remember thinking, like, what the hell? No way! This is never ever going to mellow. I'm going to hate the Huskies and I'm, I'm going to be so just like over the top for my entire life. And then I could get married and have kids, and it's like, you know, you you go to, you know, you go to soccer tournaments on weekends, and it's like, huh? Yeah, I still hate the Huskies. I do. That's not going to change. But, you know, there are other things in life that have maybe made it less important for those other 364 days of the year. But on Saturday, I'm going to hate the Huskies. <laughs> yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah, we, we had that. Like, ours was the holy war with Utah. And I honestly just, it's, it's completely faded. <laughs> I mean, we, we're their little brother now. And I just... Yeah, you're right. As you get older, like when you play, you know, it's 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 in your face and yeah, when the game comes up, but for the rest of the year I'm with you. It's it's hard into your forties to keep up that level of animosity. And so the ex players that can, because you know they're out there, I always kind of 
I appreciate that there's people that still are able to carry that hate 365, you know? It's a, you know they're out there. <laughs> yeah, Im- Im- impressed with the level of hatred. That's yeah. You know that's yeah. you know most people as they get older they they soften up and yeah. they say, you know, get a little more perspective and a little more of a worldly view. But for those of you who are able to say <laughs> there is nothing more important in life than hating the Huskies <laughs> 365 and 366 days a year during leap year, more power to you. You know, there yeah. you go. Yeah, hate keeps you warm. I've heard it. You know, it's it's here in the chilly Northwest. <laughs> you got to stoke those fires somehow. There you go. Lanning was saying yesterday, he was saying um, they're playing the Washington fight song over and over and over, and the players hate it. And then if they gripe about it, he turns it up. (laughs) Did you ever have any? Yeah, isn't that great? Did you ever have anything like that? Where they what 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 did like what did Blotty do for rivalry week or uh, even in the NFL for big games? Like, was there what tactics were used to get you going? You know, um, there. We would we would learn the alternative um, lyrics to the Oregon State fight song, um, and we would have to you know the seniors would teach the freshmen and then and then you know everybody would have to sing it. Um, I mean there were there were fun little things in terms like I lo- I really like that I I really like that um, playing the the fight song over the speakers because when I was in the NFL the with Mariucci. When we played the Raiders, it was a big, you know, a, a big thing, and, and I could never quite figure it out. Like, what, what's with the Lions and the Raiders? Apparently, you know, I'm guessing because he was in San Francisco for so long, and so like San Francisco, Oakland, and so then it was, you know, it's Raider Week, and they played the that the autumn wind is like a Raider, you know, the NFL yeah, film yeah. thing That's great. To over and like literally on, on loop for the entire week. <clears throat> and we all just kind of looked at each other like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, it does, you know, like I, I, I don't get it, but I understand that idea of, by you know, like really, like, like really cultivating that hate but that that hate didn't exist for the lions and the raiders it was like yeah no but no i love it i love that with you know with landing doing those type of things i mean that is that's buying in that is becoming part of it that is you know that's understanding and learning and cultivating and becoming part of this program like i i I love everything about that that's that's perfect that's exactly what he should be doing for you know the new staff and for you know the players like that's yes when, Love it. So, I mean, you being from here, you obviously knew about that, but so many of the Oregon kids, I mean, when you were there and now it's even more so, California and around, did you have to explain to some of the uh, the non-natives what this one meant, or do guys kind of pick that up on their own? It takes a minute, to be honest, because, you know, our team was made up of probably at least two-thirds, maybe three-quarters of the guys from Southern California. Yeah. And so it was SC. It was, you know, when that, that was who they wanted to beat, right? Because when the guys who went to Oregon then were the ones who didn't get recruited by SC, right? And so they had, a, they had it in their own personal arsenal that SC had slighted them. And I'm from Southern California, and so, you know, that's my rivalry. And I heard that a couple different times. But by the time you became... Yeah, I would say at the very at the very latest a junior. 
you got it. Like it only takes once or twice to experience it. Right. And especially with our experiences, you know, that when we were there as freshmen, um, sophomore, so I guess it never mind. It would have been sought because it was Achilles senior year, right. Where Donald Haynes had the pass interference call at, at midfield and the stands, uh, emptied and then it went to double overtime and those fans are standing on the sideline and throwing things and spitting at you. You know, this was the Oregon State game, right? So it only takes a minute or two to experience those rivalries. And we had some really good rivalry experiences, you know, having Washington come to Otson our junior year, number six in the country, and Marcus Tuiasasopo and, um, you know, uh, Kenny Wheaton in the pick. That was a fluke. And, you know, th- this was truly our, us as a program ascending over the top of Washington. And to have it happen with, with game, was game day there for UCLA or Washington? I get them all mixed up. But anyway, they were number six in the country, and Odson was crazy. And, um, you know, once guys experienced that rivalry, it, it, they got it. But you, but you got you, you to be part of it first. You can't just come in as somebody from – you know, El Centro, California, and say, I hate the Huskies. Like, that, that's something that has to be, that, that, that you've got to experience. Do you remember the Kenny Wheaton pick? You'd have been pretty young. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, would, I, I was a uh, sophomore in high school. Oh, you were? Okay. So that was what, 94? I was 94. Uh-huh. I graduated in 97. So that was, that was fall of my sophomore year. Uh-huh. Were you a Duck fan? Of course I was a Duck fan. I mean, uh, we never, we didn't get to any games. But my dad was, my dad, my, I knew my dad played quarterback at Oregon, right? And so that was, that was always part of it. I was actually listening to the radio when the, when, um, uh-huh. when the pick happened. I mean, because you, <laughs> with the exception of a handful of games, you know, most of Oregon games weren't on television. Uh-huh. And so I remember listening to that game on the radio, um, yeah, I mean that was that was kind of our Saturdays as we would we'd watch Notre Dame football on TV and and we'd listen to Duck football on the radio. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean that that was of course we were Duck fans. All right, let's pause. I want to ask you more questions, but I'm smart enough now to pause to know to pause <laughs> and break because we'll get going on something completely different. Pause for the cause. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then, and, we'll miss, and then we'll miss the break completely. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we do that. We do that all the time. Yeah. So I'm gonna let's break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about the game. And I also want to get an update on uh, the bourbon benefit. We're gonna follow up on the, on how the bourbon sales are going, and if I'm probably gonna win, which I think I am. So. I would think so. Uh, so more with Joey Harrington here, brought to you by Mods PDX. Next on the fan, you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington. Big game. All right, so Washington's here, then Utah, Oregon State. I mean, it, it's the it's the meat and potatoes of the schedule now. And I think we've talked about this. Before we get into the Washington game specifically, can you explain kind of what happens in November in college football? Like, what is in the ethos that makes it so topsy-turvy beginning, it seems like, right about now? <laughs> well, um, because right about now, games start to count, right? And right about now, you're taking 18- and 19-year-old kids and you're putting them into a pressure-packed environment with 
literally everything they've worked for on the line and asking them to be perfect in front of a national television and social media audience, right? So it's a no wonder that every single year you see teams that are incredible for the first eight weeks stumble at the end because every single week that pressure builds, it gets a little bit tighter. Like you, 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 you literally can feel your, like your chest tightening up. You can feel like, instead of saying, here, here's the way to, here, I think this is the best way to uh, explain it. Instead of saying, I'm going to go out and I'm going to play to win. When you get into November, many kids go out and play not to lose. Uh. I can't screw this up. We're in a position, oh my God, we're number three in the country. We're in the playoffs. I can't screw this up. And when you approach it from that perspective, Suk, nine times out of ten, what happens? Yeah, you just you get tight. You, you screw it up. Yep, you, you get tight. And it's, you know, it's, there's welcome to the world. Exactly. So you got to figure like these aren't, you know, this isn't like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady who've been there a hundred times. This is literally kids who were in high school a year or two ago. We're going to homecoming and senior prom and, you know, having mom do their laundry. And now all of a sudden you're playing a game in front of 75,000 screaming fans with 3 million people watching on, uh, on, on national television to to earn to lock in that opportunity that you've worked your entire life for. I mean, there the amount of pressure that builds every single week is truly indescribable. And so that is why teams week after week, year after year, will always stumble in November. I mean that that's that's just human nature and that's why it happens. Yeah, and that's why especially on the road. You look at college road games, teams look completely different. You know, I know in the NFL, obviously, home and road makes a difference, but I just feel in college, <laughs> you go on the road, like you say, you go on the road in November, man, just buckle up. It's, mm-hmm. you just, it's, it is, it's everything you said and, and then some. But that's the one thing I, I, I like about Oregon when you look at the remainder here. You know, the fact that two of these three next, which is going to be their toughest uh, slate of the year, toughest three games in a row, obviously Georgia, but that was a one-off, the fact that both of these are at, or two of them are at Otson, I feel a lot better about this than if this was flipped and you had this in Husky Stadium or, you know, if, if you had that in Husky Stadium and then one down in Utah and then the, the Civil War at, at, at home, I just think this, this plays out way better for Oregon being a, being a home game. I, I don't disagree, but I don't think it makes it any less difficult of a stretch, right? Yeah. Um, that game in Corvallis is, is going to be monumental. Um, and I think playing two top 25 teams in Washington and Utah, and I mean, call Oregon State a top 20, you know, they were yeah. last week, yeah, um, you know, three weeks in a row, um, you know, th- this, is, this, is a t- this is as difficult a stretch as I can remember with truly everything riding on it. And that's what's going to make it. I mean, that, that's why I'm so, I won't say anxious, but I'm just curious to see how this plays out. Because this, if this coaching staff can get the team through this three-game stretch, that will be as good a coaching job as I think I, I, I will have seen at Oregon. Based on, one, being a, a completely new coaching staff. Two, like you said, the, 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 
the slate of games and three, the pressure that is now that is uh, going to be part of it being as they're in the conversation for the college football playoff. Uh, Joey Harrington, our guest here, Mods PDX. Um, okay, so Oregon has scored 41 or more every game since Georgia. No one worries about their offense. But what do you make of their defense, particularly against uh, Washington, who can sling it? That's exactly going to be that. That, that is what makes me nervous. The, de- the defensive line, that front seven, has played extremely well against the run. If there's been a, a weakness for this Oregon defense, it's been against the pass, and Michael Penix is going to chuck this thing. I mean, he, he's going to chuck it all over the place. Now, what you hope for in this situation is that you get your, you know, the, or, the offense continues to do what it's done all, all year. They score. They get themselves a lead. You know, you get a stop or two on defense to build up a lead. And now that game, that passing game, which, um, you know, Washington is hoping to use as an advantage, now you feel like you're coming from behind. Now you, now Penix starts to press. Now he forces balls into situations and you create turnovers, right? That's what you hope to do if you are Oregon, is use your offense to build a lead and then force Washington to throw. Not that they're not going to anyway, but force them to throw into situations that they wouldn't necessarily try to put balls into, which then creates turnovers, which then creates momentum. I mean, that, that's what you have to, to play for at this point. Um, because if, if there is a weakness to this team right now, I, uh, you know, uh, ironically, you know, they've got a couple great corners out there, but I, ironically that the past defense has been, I would say the, probably the weakest part of this team throughout the season. Yeah. The good thing is, you know, Washington will press you over the top so much, but Oregon actually has been okay in that. It's really been in the middle of the field where, uh, where they have struggled. So maybe there's some, some life there and, my thing is that unless UW can do something that no one really has, which is stop their run, uh, then UW's screwed. That's, that's, you know, it may be like the UCLA game where it's just, you know, going back and forth. But I, in, in a battle of defenses that struggle, I'll take Oregon's defense. Um, I just think it's an easier task. Because right now, even Georgia, to an extent, really didn't stop Oregon. Uh, Oregon moved the ball. They were turned it over and were terrible in the red zone. But this run game that they have going on, like UW has a great run defense, uh, but so did UCLA, and Oregon ran it right down UCLA's throat. So my one that and I so want, and so did BYU. Yeah, and so did like you. You've said that week after week yep. after week. This is the best offensive line in the country. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I want to see. To me, is can someone stand up to Oregon's run game? Because if you can't. Look, I know Washington's good, uh, but I think there's a reason why they're a two-point dog because I, I just I don't see it. So, well, it's twelve. Where is it now? Down to twelve. You what? said two. Oh, two. I was two touchdowns. Oh, two, touch, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns that I meant. Two yeah. touchdowns. Sorry, two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my thing. Is I, I just you've got to be able to stop Oregon's run, and I'm not certain that UW can do it. I don't disagree. Let's get an update on the the uh, bourbon. Barrel benefit, the bourbon benefit. Um, we we all tweeted the link out. I bought three. You want you to know, I bought three, so I should. Hey, wait a minute. Did, am I just making things up, or did I not see you guys there? Oh, I, I couldn't make it. Oh, I didn't know if oh. Soup went, but oh. I, I I'm sorry. I could. I RSVP'd though. I said I told you. Rob Scott. Rob Scott. I said you RSVP'd. Yes. No. Rob's got important things. He's that you're a man of the people, but uh, you know, Rob, he's he's a big deal. I mean, his his commitment. I had something else all, going on. All over town. Couldn't be there. <laughs> However, I did do my part and buy, uh, I bought three. Yep. And I think that's enough Oof. to get me the dub. 
<laughs> that 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 could be uh, that 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 could be the one that. Although I will say there there are a few people that I've been communicating with uh, in my social media influencer status uh-huh. um, that say that they're actually holding off right now, giving other people a chance to buy tickets because they're going to come in hard at the end oh. and and then just kind of clean up and and yeah. um, you know jokingly say they just want to give people a chance to uh, you know a, a chance to buy to win. So you know I, I'm. Just saying there's other people out there. Well, well us small-time guys can never compete with those big boys that no, do that. No, We have no chance against them. But, you know, the odds are good on this one, and it goes to a great cause, so we want to push this. We want to uh, We got to move some ticks. We got to move some uh, merchandise yeah. here. Exactly. And, 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 yeah, you asked how it's going. We had a great start. Um, we, we had a great – we got about 250 tickets sold. Honestly, if I'm – if – if we hit 700 tickets in our first year, I'd be, I would be really happy. You know, I'd, I'd be happy with that. If we hit a thousand, I'd be, I'd be stoked. In our first weekend, we hit about 250. Um, you know, and then of course, like all things, you get a little bit of a slide, you know, a little lull. And so, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get this thing kind of ramped go. up and going again. Um, you know, push it out to other avenues. This is, this is. I mean, gosh, at this point, I mean, it's, the odds of winning this are better than what winning <laughs> Powerball. Oh, by a lot. I mean, essentially, it's pr- pretty much the same prize. I mean, it's like one point right. nine billion or a bottle of Pappy Twenty Three. I mean, yeah. they're they're the same, one and the same. So, I would say if you're going to spend your money on one of them, I mean, God, just come over here. You got better odds. Yeah. So, I'm looking here. Fifteen percent of the way there. Nine days left. So, you've raised twenty two thousand eight hundred seventy five geets. Um, it's a hundred dollar per raffle ticket. Hundred dollars mm-hmm. per raffle ticket, and mm-hmm. uh, the winner. It's the 23-year uh, Pappy Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. And then yep. four or five, I think four other Buffalo four, Trace. Four bottles of yeah. the single barrel from Buffalo Trace. Yeah, so yep. there will actually be five winners. Yep. And uh, you can go to Joey uh, the Harrington Family Foundation website, and the link is on there to buy raffle tickets right online. And you only have nine more days. And we'll both tweet out that link here uh, during the break, and I shall uh, make my purchase so that if it is not Rob who is winning, it is I that is winning or both of us, and then we'll just get drunk together. So um, it's a great cause, uh, great prizes, and so uh, we encourage you, if you can, uh, go on there and uh, buy a ticket and help out some kids. And, hey, how was the Multnomah Whiskey Library uh, party? That you held for this? It was great. It was it was a, it was a great just kind of a kickoff. Um, you know, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a fundraiser, but more just a chance to kind of we had the barrel, the actual barrel down there, and mm-hmm. you know you could stick your nose in there and check it out, and you know we do a little tasting out of there, and um, it was it was a great way to kind of kick off kick off what is I'm hoping is is going to be a new round of fundraising for us and so we uh I, I took the guys from buffalo trace down to bandon for a couple of days show them you know they were so generous to share some of kentucky with us so i had to share a little bit of oregon with nice. them and mm-hmm. you know went down to bandon and you know we gotta here's what i gotta do we gotta we gotta show them that we can really use this barrel to to raise to raise a good amount of money and you know that combined with uh, a couple days abandoned i think should should get us a few more barrels in the future to be able to do this again Love it. All right, we'll keep pumping it for you, fella, and uh, just make sure my name comes out of there, okay? <laughs> Will do. I've okay. already got it selected, and nobody okay. else even has a chance. Stop the count! <laughs> Stop All it! Right. Have a good one. <laughs> See you guys. All right, that's Joey Harrington. Uh, each week here on The Fan, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Club 1080 is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.